All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and future titan for today, Brian Pierre. Brian, Greg. Flattered and honored to be here, thank you. I am honored to have you. I know that there's lots of anticipation for this particular episode just to dive into you as a man, as a professional, to, to really go all in. So I'm excited, I mean, I just wanna dive right in. Well, Greg, uh, where do we start? Colorado native, yeah. uh, grew up here, high school, college. Uh, after the military, I was uh, finished college and went into business development consulting, and then I started my lengthy tour through the different areas of real estate. Okay. Uh, when I'm not doing real estate, I'm a bodybuilder. I've actually stumbled my way into doing a little acting Get on accident. Get out of here, okay. Don't ask me how. Watch out, Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know about that part, but, uh, and I just enjoy spending quality, quality time with my friends, so, but real estate, I eat, sleep, and breathe it. It's in my blood, so. Uh, that consumes a lot of my life. And, and that's a big reason, again, why there's so many people who tune into this particular series is they want to learn from the Titans. They want to know how you've grown, what your progress is, successes, failures, and advice the whole night. So I, I do want to rewind just a little bit with real estate. Mm -hmm. Brian, what got you into the business in the first place? Really, what was your what was your thought? And then leading you up to VIP, which we are to today. Well. Genetics. Okay. I'm born to <laughs> a real estate family. I, okay. I, I grew up around it. There's a picture of me as a toddler pushing a shovel into the dirt, breaking ground on an apartment complex in what is now Glendale. Oh, I love uh, that. So That's I grew great. up around it. I had a passion for it, just like my father. My entire family is all developers. Okay. Uh, so uh, after college, after the military, it kind of was a natural progression. Hmm. Um, I uh, started off as a leasing agent on okay. one of the family properties. Okay. Worked my way up to uh, assistant property manager, regional property manager, then basically the vice president of the whole company overseeing all of that. Wow. In the middle of this time frame also, we built a 254 unit apartment complex. So I got to dabble in development. Hmm. I found a real passion in development. Okay. I absolutely love taking a useless piece of dirt and turning it into something that people will live in, raise their families, love, uh, that's a passion of mine. Wow. So, uh, however, when that development was done, I uh, went back to the property management side and kind of felt like it was time for me to move on. Okay. Went into mortgage, hmm. learned how to be a loan officer. Wow. Because of my organizational experience uh, in the property management company, okay. I ended up the vice president of the mortgage company as well. <laughs> So, <laughs> does, does he, is there nothing that this man can't do? I mean, this is great. Appraising, I skipped appraising. Okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> At any rate, uh, so when the refi boom was over and it was uh, more work to make less money, okay. uh, I then uh, moved to Miami and that was very impactful and that's where I got my first real estate license. Okay. Became a realtor in Miami, hmm. uh, eventually got my Colorado license, did move back to Colorado, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, then uh, had Along the way, I, I was blessed, not only in Miami, but upon my return to Colorado, okay. I had some of the best mentors that you could ever ask wow. for. Learned okay. a tremendous amount. Uh, eventually, I became uh, a managing broker of another firm, mm -hmm. and then in uh, January of 2012, I launched VIP Real Estate. Wow, okay. 
Okay. That's my tour. There is a, there's a lot in there, everybody. But th Brian, that's a really great uh, background into who you are and what you've done and what you continue to do. So uh, I think this is a beautiful segue into the next question for people to really understand why you do what you do. So it's the why question. Mm -hmm. um, what motivates you? What excites you? Gets you out of bed every morning to do what you do to the level you do it at? Well, there's a number of factors there. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't have a family, I don't have children, I'm a single guy. Sure. So the the common big why, which is for most people family, right. mm, that doesn't apply. Okay. For me it's just love of the sport, if I may use that expression. Yes, you may. Uh, I have come full circle back into developing, mm -hmm. uh, so I do this as well. Uh, VIP real estate here is also home of VIP commercial real estate and VIP real estate development. Wow. So uh, I love this city, mm -hmm. I'm born and raised here, yeah. all my uh, my friends are here, I love improving it mm -hmm. in, in any place I can. I'll take uh, a broken down old house, scrape it off, and rebuild something new and beautiful for people to love. So awesome. that's one of my big whys, okay. the love of developing. That's, that's my creative outlet. Okay. The other big why is our agents of VIP real estate. Okay. We're like a big family, mm -hmm. and there's nothing I love more than somehow, in some way, contributing whatever shape or form that takes mm -hmm to someone's education, career, marketing, business model, whatever that may be, and watching them grow from an agent that closes, you know, they're fresh out of real estate school and closes uh, three deals a year sure. into the agent that closes 33 deals a year. Love it. This gives me a lot of internal satisfaction. Mm -hmm. um, when I can see somebody else flourishing and I was able to help them get there, that puts me in my happy place. Sure. So that's, that's probably my big why. I love that. And I, I think that, um, you know, challenge you a little bit on the family side. You do, your why is family. It's your, it's your work family. Well put. And I think that that's a beautiful way to go about it. I mean, the, the thrill and the understanding of, of getting better and, and, and making an impact on the community, which is there. But more importantly, is making an impact on your people. The individual lives. And I love yes. that, Brian. I mean, that, that, if you're not getting this through the camera here or listening to this, this is huge stuff. So again, that's a great representation of why you do what you do. I, I want to go into um, a crowd pleaser. And this question um, for the newer or seasoned professionals out there watching or listening, they want to know what the Titans are doing or have done to grow their business, right? So if you could look back at your career thus far, Brian, and pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business that took it from one level to the next, what's that look like for you? Well, there's a couple of them. And the first one is the one I already mentioned, which happened on accident. I did not realize it was going to be such a, an impactful thing. And that was starting off in Miami. Okay. Miami's a different world, different ball game. For sure. uh, in some ways, uh, Denver is many years ahead of Miami. In other ways, Miami's many years ahead of Denver, especially in web and internet marketing. Yeah. So, uh, that was a very impactful thing because it, al it allowed me to bring a different perspective and different techniques back to Denver oh, uh, to show Denver something that it hasn't seen before. Mm -hmm. Hence the interior design style of this office. Beautiful. That's a, a prime example. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of it is web marketing and technology. That's okay. a big one. Um, the other one, uh, one of the biggest moves we made was taking the plunge and opening this office. Uh, mm -hmm. Going from a class B uh, high-rise office uh, that is, you know, good, but, you know, very basic. Sure. I mean, that was a great startup growth office. Mm -hmm. uh, but moving here, it was always my dream. It was always my business model. <laughs> One that I extracted from my time in Miami, okay. mind you, when I was in the Fortune International South Beach office with all the walking traffic. My model has always been 
spend the money, mm -hmm. go through the steps, but do something big for your people. And that's the storefront that we have now. So sometimes, like I say, it takes big moves mm -hmm. and big gambles to make the big money. And that's that's beautifully put. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that there's that adage, no risk, no reward. Precisely. Um, and I, I think that there's always that due diligence and thought process, but it's, it's well paid for and gone through. And I, I think that's awesome perspective. Now, for the people who are watching or listening, I love what you're saying about you know upgrading and going through the storefront. When you made that move, um, is there any advice that you'd give anybody who's watching or listening who might be in that spot where they're thinking about making that change or upgrading their space? Or I mean, what what would you say to somebody in that position? Well, <laughs> classic real estate line: location, location, location. There we go. Okay. Don't spend the money on a street-level storefront if you don't have a tremendous amount of walking traffic, mm -hmm. slow-moving, meandering, shopping, walking traffic, sure. walking past your door 24-7. Yeah. I, if not, save the money and stay in a high-rise. That's that's brilliant. I mean, just just setting up and, and everything, you know, as we're as we're doing this uh, particular episode, you know, just right outside, seeing the people stopping right in front of your storefront and looking at what you have out here with VR. I mean, I think that's brilliant. So it, it, it's a true testament into there. So stop by VIP if you guys are, you know, in the Denver area. It's a really beautiful office. I absolutely love the space and, and a great example in here. Uh, so okay, I want to go into the tricky part of this particular interview. Um, it's the challenge question, Brian. Now, I always kind of stipulate this out to everybody who's on the show. We all have struggle. We all have challenges in our lives. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's in the past, now, or in the future, we all deal with some kind of hardship, challenge, struggle, personally, professionally. Um, if you're comfortable sharing a challenge with everybody that you dealt with, mm -hmm. that you learned from, that you overcame, became stronger because of it, what's that look like for you? Well, that was the professional challenges. It okay. really was. The first one, moving to Miami. While it turned out to be very beneficial, why? No one taught me as a young realtor that when you move to a city where you know zero people, mm -hmm. but you make a, a young realtor makes their initial business off their sphere of influence, I had a sphere of influence of no one. Wow. So that was a year-long boot camp of how to make something out of nothing. Hmm. Uh, like I mentioned, I had some great mentors and was able to bring that back with me. Well, when I moved back, mm -hmm. I transplanted myself into a new marketplace yet again. Wow. So we had to do it all over again. After that, immediately, we were plunged into the first uh, real estate crash. Mm. And then, of course, 2009-10, when the, when the tax credit ended, was the second real estate crash. So oh, weathering sure. both of those, uh, we learned how to, how, to, how to survive those tough times mm. and how to shift your business model proactively instead of reactively so that you can anticipate shifts in the market. For example, when I moved back from Miami, I thought I was going to be selling high-end condos and lofts like I was doing in Miami. Mm -hmm. uh, that market was <laughs> flattened out and gone by okay. the time I got back to Denver. So quickly shifted and got into the foreclosure investing market. Wow. Okay. So uh, basically my struggles uh, allowed me to uh, learn and draw from those difficulties how to solve them, how to fix them, and how to survive the storm, which enabled me to uh, bring that knowledge forward and turn it into benefit for my agents today, especially new agents who are just getting started. The things I learned back in those days, those tough days, uh, has uh, enabled me to, to basically create a formula for a new agent launch process to get them started faster based on what I learned during my struggles. Wow. 
And I, I feel that um, you know that's hugely beneficial to to walk the talk, to go through those uh, those pains, those struggles, those learning experiences. Uh, you wouldn't be the man who you are today without it, and vice versa. As you were talking about with your people, who hopefully they're all watching and listening this and, and sharing this out. But I, I think that you know your perspective for success. You know, there 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 really is a hard time finding success without failure. Failure is a part of success, right? Absolutely. So, um, you I, learn, but you learn best from the from the mistakes. Yeah, and and I think that that's great projection for everybody out there who's watching or listening to this. And thanks for sharing that, Brian. Because it's not easy to air your stuff out and, and struggles and pains through different markets. Few but, few people like to admit the struggles. Right, <laughs> right. But I, I find that it takes a level of um, you know humility and understanding to do so, and, and I think that's great. So I appreciate that. I know everybody else does as well. Uh, so I want to shift gears to slightly softer question if that's all right. Um, this is actually one of my favorites. It's the travel back in time question. So if you could travel back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, any age range, any time frame, what would you say to little Brian? You know, I think I would have told 20, 21 year old Brian, okay. start investing right away. Wow. Absolutely. When I see people that started accumulating properties in their early 20s, even if it wasn't the best buy, even if you had to struggle sometimes, uh, the rent wasn't covering the mortgage and you were contributing, and stay the course mm -hmm. and keep amassing properties, those are the people that are independently wealthy by the time they hit their late 30s. Wow. Absolutely. I see it over and over. Uh, unfortunately, I, I waited until my mid to late 30s to start buying properties. Okay. So. Uh, you know, I've missed out on a lot of good years of growth. Right. When the market goes up and down, yes, but it's always, over the grand scheme of things, an upward trend. Okay. And the people that I see that started buying properties, uh, I'm not, this is not a sales pitch, it's just mm -hmm. a recommendation. Yeah. Uh, the people that started gathering properties in their early 20s are now living very comfortable lives mm -hmm. and have a lot of net worth. Love so that. that's the best way to build uh, as, as a, uh, young, fresh out of college uh, individual, take the plunge. Even if it's not your primary residence, buy an investment property. Well said. Yeah. And I, I think that that's, to me, that's huge advice. And not just for young Brian, but everybody who's watching or listening. And I think that when you're in your 20s, uh, a lot of professionals, they don't, they're not thinking this way. Precisely. So, I was more concerned with bottle service and parties. Right. Or, or that sports car or whatever's going exactly. on. And it's not thinking about your future because I got all the time. But the, everybody who's watching or listening, that, is, that truly is brilliant advice. Um, the sooner the start, the better off you are. Um, it's, think of it as a 401k or any investment. Start off early, you go through, but this is a whole nother level of real estate. Uh, so I do want to uh, shift gears into this, and, and that was super beneficial into that, but I want to um, really address the feeding of the mind question. This is also a crowd pleaser for everybody out there who really enjoys this content, to know how the titans are growing their minds. Uh, you know, it comes down to how you're learning, how you're expanding, feeding you know, your knowledge base with potential books you're reading or have read, podcasts you're listening to or listen to, influencers. Uh, Brian, how are you feeding your mind? Well, my answer to that question might be a little bit different. And, I, and I'll make a joke out of it yeah. first. I tell people that uh, my enjoyment reading material is technical manuals. Okay. And they laugh a little bit. <laughs> there we go. But that's Which simply because, I, I mean, real estate is my passion. Like sure. I said, I eat, sleep, and breathe it. So wow. uh, I'm studying that. Okay. Uh, whether it be a new zoning overlay or opportunity zone for redevelopment, or new marketing techniques to benefit my agents, whatever it may be. I travel the country going to training seminars for lead generation, uh, you name it. Um, 
this is where I spend my time studying. Uh, that's the physical materials. Okay. The other part of what I study is those that have made it to where I want to be mm -hmm. before me. The best thing I could tell, uh, tell uh, anyone, whether it be an individual just in life or a realtor or anything else, mm -hmm. is um, the people that are now where you want to be. Surround yourself with those people. Uh, I like to I like to emulate or study or follow uh, the big developers of Denver. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll make some great mentions and a shout out to yeah. Matt Joplin, East West Partners that built Riverfront Park and most of Beaver Creek. Even my cousin who built the two largest apartment communities in Colorado, Al Feld, he built the Breakers and the Palomino. Wow. These are my role models. These are the people that I'm striving to get where they're going. And I think that that's extremely useful, learning from the people um, in the places that you want to be or aspire to be. That's brilliant advice and, and you can learn so much. Here's the pushback that I get when um, I've given that advice or other titans have given similar types of advice out to different professionals in their careers. Oh, you know, they're too busy. If I reach out, I'm going to get rejected. You're, most of the successful people that, that I know, the highest levels of learners and success people, yourself included, uh, when it comes down to it, they want to share. They want to give. Um, as long as they realize that you're truly there to learn and grow and you're not just going to brush it off, mm -hmm. the most successful people in the world will share information, but you got to ask. you got to put yourself in those positions. Well, and they, were, they started at the bottom somewhere, too. Well said. So I think that's brilliant. I mean, it's great. About it. Hopefully everybody is writing this down and, and putting pause and then rewinding on this. This is really, really Brian, this is huge info. Uh, it's chock full of amazing nature just from you as a person, you know, industry advice, the whole nine. I want to wrap everything up with a final question. Absolutely. This comes down to a quote or a mantra that you live by that sums you up as a man, as a professional. What's that look like for you? Well, there's a few of them. First one being, I'll sleep enough when I'm dead. <laughs> you know, while, while it comes across as a joke, it kind of is an example of, of, uh, of the way I live my life. Because for every day that you're not pressing towards your goals, that's another day further they are on the horizon. Wow. Uh, life can be very short. So I learned this in combat in the military. Okay. From for every moment you waste, that's a moment you'll never get back, and it gives you a different perspective on the cliche expression, mm -hmm. "Live each day like it's your last." Okay. When it actually almost was your last, it puts a whole different perspective. Wow. So, the other one, which uh, is also a quote I developed when I was resigning from the mortgage company and picking up and moving across the country, mm -hmm. is "Change is exhilarating, evolution is addictive." This, uh, this has kind of been a great example of my life. Every couple years I go through a process of reinventing myself. And I encourage everyone out there, someday in some way, whatever shape it takes, mm -hmm. do something great for yourself. Reinvent yourself to, to a positive effect somehow. So that whole process of reinventing yourself, you know, everyone says change is scary. Everyone's afraid of change. The human psychology is afraid of change. Mm -hmm. However, once you embrace that change, Growth is made in the discomfort zone, right? Well said. Place yourself in that discomfort zone, push yourself to do something great, and you will never regret it. Hmm. Uh, Brian, that, that's just, it hits home so hard. I know the people that are watching and listening to this are, are so appreciative of all the knowledge that you've just, just been giving to everybody out here, and it's, it's huge. So reach out to this man. He, he's going to be linked on everything down below. Message him, any questions. Sorry to throw you under the bus that way, but you'll get a lot of people reaching out, and it's no a good worries. thing. Wealth of knowledge here.
but I, I want to thank you so much again for taking the time, Brian. It's been an honor to have you. Thank You're you, an official Greg. real estate titan, my friend. Thank you, Greg. Honored to wear that title. Yes, thank you so much. And everybody, thank you, as always, for your time and attention, your love and support. Um, if you like what we're doing here with Real Estate Titans, don't forget to throw our Facebook page a like. Subscribe to YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts if you like to listen. Um, live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location, and we'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care.